Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. All right, Conchetta. So as I'm unpacking more of our things, look what I've got here. Seashells. Seashells, our seashell collection. And we have found every one of these shells. And there's even more in the other bags. There are? Yeah, I think there's a few more on the Zotzkasten. We've found all of these on the beach, mainly in Florida. Some of the beaches here in New Jersey. Um, oh, there's henna in the background scratching the floor. So look at all, I want you to see the different types of shells. So there's this type. I'm gonna hand put these shells out for Conchetta to see. This type, this type, and this type. Oh, this one's a little... Yeah, I mean, these are pretty different, right? Besides their color and their shapes. So, guys, we're going to talk about shells and animals that live in shells this week. Why do you think we're going to talk about shells this week? Um, because summer's coming? Yes, I, I didn't know if you would know, if you would catch it. Good job. Right, because the end of the school year is coming, so our friends that live in the South are wrapping up their school, like Conchetta from Florida, we're finishing up school. And the friends in the North are a little bit behind, maybe another month or so of school, but soon you guys will all be able to go on vacations and maybe even take trips to beaches, and you can collect shells like we like to collect shells. Now, oh my god, there's a lot of commotion in the background, guys. Sorry, the dog is very animated today. <laughs> so, these shells are different. Now, this type of shell, this flat... That's smooth. That's like smooth, a seashell. Round. That's, the, that's a random seashell. That's just a, like a seashell. Yeah. The type of animal that lives in here is like a mollusk. It's, so, it's like something like a clam or a scallop. They have those shells that are flat and kind of roundish shaped and they close like a mouth, like a hatch, like clamp down, right? If we had the other half of this, it would be like this, right? But then you have shells like this beautiful one that's like swirly. Crabs go in there. Right, crabs go in there. But before the hermit crab goes in these type of shells, these cone type shells, these really pretty ones, something like a snail. Yeah, lives but, in there. Yeah, snails go in there. Yeah, or a conch shell, and they live in there. And then when they pass away and die, a hermit crab goes, hey, this would be a nice house for me. And the hermit crab goes inside, and then he lives in that shell. And the same things for these. This is an oyster shell, snail shell, a green one. Look at this pretty clam shell. So we have so many kinds of shells here. And it's important, guys, when you find a pretty shell, you can keep them, of course. You can keep a shell. But also it's important to maybe throw them back in the water because another animal might find it and want to use it as a home, like a hermit crab. 
We used to have hermit crab. Do you remember, Conchetta? Do you remember the hermit crabs we had? You do? Yeah, we had them. I don't know that I would have it again. I think that they need to live on the beach more than in a house. But um, we're going to read a story today about a hermit crab and how he found his beautiful shell home. And the story's called Sabil's Shell. And he's on vacation, like you and your family might be soon. Like we will be soon on the beach here in New Jersey. And he finds this shell. So we're going to read a story all about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Stay tuned. Hey, Conchetta. Why did the crab cross the road? Um, I don't want to know. <laughs> what? He didn't. He used the sidewalk. Get it? Because crabs walk like this to the side. He used the sidewalk. No, I don't get it. <laughs> I get it. A question that a lot of kids will ask, and even adults, is where do shells come from? How are they made, right? So I'm going to be playing you a clip from YouTube Kids that's going to explain to you how shells are formed. Stay tuned. shells you find on the edge of the water were once the homes of shellfish. Shellfish? Yes. Shellfish are small, soft-bodied sea creatures. They're more like snails or slugs than fish. But who made their lovely houses for them? Shellfish make their own homes. From the time they come out of tiny eggs, shellfish are starting to build up layer after layer of shell. It starts off very small like this baby shell here. Some shells are nearly as big as you when they're fully grown. Shells come lots of different shapes and sizes, don't they? Yes. There are long straight ones, round ones, curly ones, and bumpy ones. They have lots of different colors too. Yellow, orange, pink, brown, blue, and black. So many different shells. One thing all shells have in common though is that they are hard so that they can protect the soft shellfish inside. Here's another creature wearing a shell. Oh, it's a, a crab. Yes, crabs have a hard shell covering the outside of their bodies. And look, there's a funny shell with legs running along the sand too. Inside that shell is a hermit crab. What's a hermit crab? Hermit crabs are crabs with soft bodies and they borrow empty seashells to live in. When they grow too big for the shell they're in, they crawl out and find a bigger one. So they move house, just like people do. I suppose they do. There's something that I especially love about big seashells shaped like this one. What's that? What can you hear? Oh, I can hear the sea. Sabil's Shell by Paula de Paolo. As Sabil and his grandmother stood on the beach watching the sunrise, 
a perfect speckled shell washed ashore. Sabil could not believe his eyes. All vacation he had hoped to find such a treasure. Now, with one scoop of his hand, the awesome shell was his. Sabil ran to his grandmother. Daddy, look, he said. Beautiful, she replied. Sabil turned it over. Inside the shell, it was as pink as a bunny's ear. It is a gift from the sea, said Dottie as they walked to their cottage. Take good care of it. I will, said Sabil, cradling the shell. Sabil saw his older brother snapping pictures of seagulls. Vikram, look, he said, holding out his treasure. So, said Vikram, it's a shell. No big deal. Me see, called Pooja from her playpen on the porch. Sabil let her touch it. Pretty, she said. Pretty ordinary, said Vikram. Sabil proudly showed his parents. Lovely, exclaimed his mom. Something to share at school, added dad. Suddenly, Sabil couldn't wait for school to start. Let's visit the boardwalk this morning, suggested mom. Tonight, we'll have to pack. Sabil slipped the shell into his pocket. What if you lose it, dad warned. Best to leave it here. Sabil placed the shell on his nightstand and then headed to the boardwalk with his parents and Pooja. Dadi stayed at the cottage. So did Vikram, who was busy taking pictures. At the boardwalk, Sabil saw shells for sale, but none were as special as his. He and Dad rode bumper cars, and Mom won a stuffed caterpillar for Pooja. Back at the cottage, Sabil ran to his room to admire his shell. It was gone. Only a pinch of sand remained. My shell, he cried. Daddy, where's my shell? Where did you put it? Dottie asked. It's not there, cried Sabil. Then something caught his eye. Underneath Vikram's bed. Vikram took it, he said. I did not, argued Vikram. I was taking pictures at the beach. Who cares about your boring shell? This time, Sabil tucked the shell under his pillow where no one could see it. After lunch, Sabil and Vikram walked to the arcade. Sabil played skee ball and won a golden treasure box, perfect for his shell. Nice, said Vikram, grabbing the box. It broke apart. Sorry. Sabil knew he didn't mean it. Back at the cottage, Sabil searched under his pillow. Oh no, not again. Mom, he called. Where's my shell? I don't know, said Mom. Ask Daddy. I haven't seen it, said Daddy. Maybe Pooja? Sabil found Pooja holding the shell in her lap. Mine, she said. First Vikram, now Pooja, the shell was his. He'd found it. Quietly, Sabil hid it in the dresser under his last pair of underwear. 
He checked on it twice before everyone went to the beach for the last time. While mom and dad and Vikram swam, Sabil stayed with Pooja at the water's edge. Salt water slapped at their ankles and wet sand swallowed their feet as the sun slowly set. The day was over and so was their vacation. That evening, Sibyl and his family packed to go home. Sibyl opened his drawer. The shell was not under his last pair of underwear. It was inside his last pair of socks. Sibyl peeked into the living room. Mom was reading to Dadi. Dad and Pooja were asleep in a chair. And Vikram was taking selfies. Sabil buried his treasure in his sneaker and then climbed into bed. In the morning, his sneakers had vanished. Sabil found mom shaking sand from them outside. Did you find my shell in there? He asked. No, said mom. You should take better care of your things, Sabil. Sabil saw Vikram laughing behind his camera. It was in my sneaker, Sabil cried. No, it wasn't, said mom. We'll look around after breakfast. But Sabil could not wait. He searched every corner of every room. He had to find it before it was time to go home. During breakfast, Sabil studied his family. Someone was hiding his shell. But who and why? Then, just as he took a sip of milk, he saw, no, it couldn't be. But it was. Sabil's missing shell walked into the room. Look, said Sabil, pointing. Everyone looked. The beautiful shell, speckled and with pink on the inside, now had beady eyes and brown legs that raced for the door. Pooja scrambled into mom's lap. It's a hermit crab, exclaimed Vikram. Sabil ran over and picked it up. The brown legs and beady eyes disappeared inside. I'll call you Sandy, said Sabil, peeking into the shell. Now you can live at my house. He already has a house, teased his dad. And a home, said Dadi, looking into Sabil's eyes. Sabil remembered how his shell had washed up from the ocean. That was Sandy's real home. That was where he wanted to be. Dadi, will you come with me to the beach? Sabil asked with a sigh. I have to return a gift. Dadi smiled. As they walked, Sabil stared down at the shell he so wanted to keep. At the beach, he put Sandy down by some rocks and waited. Sandy's legs reappeared and carried his perfect speckled shell to the water's edge. With the next wave, he was gone. Goodbye, whispered Sabil, feeling good and awful at the same time.
Vikram was suddenly beside him. It really was a cool shell, he said. I wanted to show my friends, said Sabil. You still can, said Vikram, holding up his camera. I took a picture. And I have a great story to tell, said Sabil, feeling better. Thanks, Vikram. Then Sabil and Vikram walked with Dottie back to the waiting car. It was time to go home. The end. listening to sleepyhead story yes guys thank you for listening to this episode of sleepyhead stories please keep sending in your shout outs and remember to subscribe to this podcast so you get notifications every time we release a new episode please do <laughs> please do it <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening have a great day or a great night and we will talk to you in the next Episode! Episode. High five! High five.